got a good connection. Facebook Live, it's Karen. Good morning, happy Saturday. Uh, I just came from a meeting a little bit ago, an absolutely fantastic reading I wanted to share with you this morning. Uh, so we're gonna do a meeting a little bit earlier today in case you want a little bit of a book book uh, blast to start your weekend off. It's absolutely gorgeous here in Palm Springs this weekend. Um, I don't know what's going on with the weather, but this has been a pretty great summer here in Palm Springs. Usually September, it's better than hell. And it is like in the 80s right now. And it's just glorious. It's gonna be like 59 tonight. I know back home, I'm from Spokane, Washington. I heard they got snow today and um, it's really a cooler, so it's gonna be a cold winter, I think. But anyway, I wanted to start with this reading. It's one of my favorite readings. It really talks about everything I talk about alcoholism. If uh, if you hear me, if you listen to me a lot, you know what I'm doing. I've gotta put some chapstick on because I'm having a hard time talking with my lips all dry. So um, I'm gonna read this to you. First, I'm gonna start with a quick prayer like I always do, page 63 of the big book. I'm gonna do the third step prayer, non-denominational. So since I'm gonna shut my eyes, I'm gonna lock my door in case somebody comes into my car. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna do the prayer now. It helps center me before I do this reading. God, I offer myself to thee to build with me and to do with me as thou wilt. Relieve me of the bondage of self that I may better do thy will. Take away my difficulties that victory over them may bear witness to those I would help of thy power. <sighs> thy love and thy way of life. May I do thy will always. All right, thanks for letting me do that. Now I'm going to read to you a fantastic paragraph out of the big book. It's page 23. There is a solution, chapter two. Okay, this really encapsulates everything I say about what I've learned about the disease of alcoholism, okay? It says, these observations would be academic and pointless if our friend never took the first drink, thereby, thereby setting the terrible cycle in motion. Therefore, the main problem of the alcoholic centers in his mind rather than his body. If you ask him why he started on that last bender, the chances are he will offer you any one of a hundred alibis. Sometimes these excuses have a certain plausibility, but none of them really make sense in the light of the havoc an alcoholic's drinking bout creates. They sound like the philosophy of a man who having a headache beats himself on the head with a hammer so that he can't feel the ache. If you draw this fallacious reasoning to the attention of an alcoholic, he will laugh it off or become irritated and refuse to talk. I, wow, that is a powerful paragraph. I'm gonna read it again, okay? Page 23, there is a solution. These observations would be academic and pointless if our friend never took the first drink, thereby setting the terrible cycle in motion. Therefore, the main problem of the alcoholic centers in his mind rather than his body. If you ask him why he started on that last bender, the chances are he will offer you any of a hundred alibis. Sometimes these excuses have a certain plausibility, but none of them really make sense in the light of the havoc an alcoholic's drinking bout creates. They sound like the philosophy of the man who having a headache beats himself on the head with a hammer so he can't ache. 
If you draw this fallacious reasoning to the attention of an alcoholic, he will laugh it off or become irritated and refuse to talk. That is such a powerful paragraph. It is my experience that people can sober up. If they get really drunk, you can take them to the emergency room and they'll give them some fluids and give them some Ativan and get them completely detoxed, right? Or go to a detox center. That's the, the body part of it. That's the easy part, believe it or not. It's the easy part is to detox somebody. The hard part is the mental part. Why, if your drinking and using is causing you so much havoc and so much distress, homelessness, unemployment, alienation from your family and friends. I mean, if your drinking and using is so bad, why would you ever go back to it once you quit? It's the thinking before the drink that's the problem. I really need people to understand that. People think it's the drinking. People think that they're depressed or they have anxiety and so they drink, right? And it helps their depression. No, <laughs> you're drinking. I don't know what happened to my phone. All of a sudden it got dark. You're drinking because you have alcoholism. You're depressed because of the alcoholism. Your anxiety is because of the alcoholism. This isn't a mind of an alcoholic. I'm not saying people that are not alcoholic don't get depressed and, and anxiety. However, it is the mental illness that's the problem. I quit drinking and drugging for almost 15 years. Worst decision I ever made was when I started drinking again. The worst decision I ever made in my life was when I drank again. But I was stone cold sober when I made that decision. So I'd like to think that all my bad decisions are because of my drinking and my using but they're not because I was stone cold sober when I decided to drink again. So it's my thinking. If I'm thinking like I need a drink, something happened before then that brought that thought into my mind. My thinking is messed up. So that chapter is just so powerful. I mean, it says it right here in the big book. The main problem of the alcoholic centers in his mind rather than the body. So, you know, it's just so clear to me, you sober people up and their thinking is the problem. They're thinking they want to get back, they, they think themselves right back into drinking and using. So you have to be able to treat the thinking of the alcoholic. Uh, you can't just cut them off. You can't just not give them a drink because that's not going to fix the problem, right? And sometimes, depending on how problem has gotten you no know human power can help this problem you have to have a spiritual answer a program of action and it's not religion it's not fall down on your knees it's a program of action so there's certain things that you can do to battle this illness right but you have to do them and I don't know why people will do anything but that anything but that so that is the powerful reading. I want to read to you this beautiful Saturday morning. And I want to say I love you all very much. Um, I'm very encouraged with how many people are watching. 
and getting help from this and um, I want to make myself available if you need any help finding a treatment center a detox center a room of Alcoholics Anonymous Narcotics Anonymous Al-Anon you need any direction in this arena at all please contact me I'd be happy to help um, share my videos please share my blog uh, let's get it out there to as many people as possible that might need help and thank you for being part of the solution namaste